0: Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul. It's the fourth day of March. Thanks for joining me. It's Saturday. I love to tell you about the sermon we're going to put up on Sunday. And I do this because, well, it helps mark the weeks for me when I lay the podcast out to know here's what we're going to air. And I sort of can lay my schedule out, see what I've got in reserve versus what you know might need to record a message for you or whatever. But I also always just like to give you a little bit of behind the scenes. It's the only chance that we get to really say, here's what I was thinking when I preached this. Here's where we preached it, and here's why I preached it, and here's some things I thought about later when I edited it. So I try to do that a little bit of that every week. Tomorrow, I'm going to air for you a message that we delivered In our recent trip to Poplar Bluff, Missouri, I went back to Poplar Bluff. And for those of you who don't know, I was born and raised in Poplar Bluff. That's a little town in southeast Missouri, just outside of the Boot heel, about 25, 30 miles north of the Arkansas line. And I I lived there until 2015. Uh, In that time period, I was a part of Midland Church. My dad took that church in the early 80s. Uh, I briefly led that congregation in the 90s and then came back and pastored in 2004 and was there until 2015. So over, all told, about a dozen years of my life, I was the pastor at Midland. And we had great time and great success and raised our, raised our kids up to the age of, I think when we left, Lucas was 15, Lauren was 11, I think. Uh, and so we had a lot of good memories. My parents are still there. My wife's family is still nearby in a little town called Ellington. And so we go back frequently. My dad pastors a church now in Poplar Bluff, the Southside Poplar Bluff General Baptist Church and so when I when we go back, we we don't we usually do more than just visit. We usually preach because we have a lot of people from when we pastored across town or down the street. Many of them will come and see us and and a lot of people that, that don't get to follow us on the road but are partners financially or spiritually. They come and see us, and it was great. Now, we hadn't been there since the book released, Greater Than Jonah, at the end of November. In fact, we went right before the book came out in the fall of 22. So I took the book. We had our product table. I thought it was a great way to introduce the book would be to sort of preach it. And I spent slightly longer. I usually preach half hour or so there. I think we went about 45 minutes this time, maybe 50, uh, and and just did an overview. The title of this message is A Greater Than Jonah Is Here. The title of our book is Greater Than Jonah. So I use Jesus' full phrase from Matthew where he says a greater than Jonah is here. And I walk through why he says it. Why would Jesus say a greater than Jonah is here? And so in this message, I give a little bit of insight as to why I wrote the book, why I was intrigued with the Jonah story, why I'm still intrigued with the Jonah story. And then I try to do my most complete overview of the little story of Jonah. Everything from his call at Joppa all the way up to the question mark that ends the book. And we intersperse it with Jesus' comments about what it means to be greater than Jonah, greater in his resurrection, greater in his message, And so there's a lot jam-packed into this. I I touch most of the major themes that we deal with in the book. I touch them. Of course, we don't preach the fullness of each one of those themes. That's why the book is thick and contains a lot. But this would be a great companion message if you've read Greater Than Jonah. This would be a great message to whet your appetite if you haven't read Greater Than Jonah. And I encourage you to get a copy. You can get a copy at Amazon. You can get a copy at paulwhiteministries.com in print. But we're also very close. In fact, I'm looking at the hard drive that contains the finished edited audio that is ready to go to Audible. We are completely done. All I have to do is set through the book one more time and listen and make sure there's nothing that we don't want to send out. And so that's all that's left. And then we send the book to Audible. So probably, here we are March the 4th, I would say before the month is out, the book will be available on Audible, Greater Than Jonah. When that happens, I will make sure and let this podcast audience know, of course. So look for A Greater Than Jonah Is Here. I think you're going to like this. Audio available wherever you're getting your podcast. Video available at paulwhiteministries.com or YouTube. Our channel is PWM. Not a lot to say today, but I'm going to cover six verses. Let's read them. Then he said, To what shall we liken the kingdom of God? Mark chapter 4, verse 30. Or with what parable shall we picture it? This is sort of a continuation of the thought from yesterday, the parable of the growing seed. Now he's going to give you the parable of the mustard seed. It's like a mustard seed, which when it is sown on the ground is smaller than all the seeds on earth. But when it is sown... It grows up and becomes greater than all er, herbs and shoots out large branches so that the birds of the air may nest under its shade. And with many such parables, he spoke the word to them as they were able to hear. But without a parable, he did not speak to them. And when they were alone, he explained all things to his disciples. In other words, if Jesus was talking to this audience at this time, it was parables. And if, and when he got done, he would explain them in full to his disciples. This parable of the mustard seed, Jesus at one point says, if you have faith like a mustard seed, you could say to the mountain, be removed. So mustard seed is tiny. And Jesus says the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed put into the ground. Remember, Jesus is the, the seed is the word. Jesus is the word. So we're just building off the parable of the sower, but we're also building off of it by including the fowl of the air. Remember, the fowls are the ones that picked up the seed and carried it away in the parable of the sower. But the kingdom is going to provide space for the fowl. And so Jesus, if planted, he's the kingdom. He's the seed. If planted, he grows up and becomes greater than everything else. He's all in all. He's king of kings and lord of lords. He shoots out large branches so that the birds of the air may nest In his shade, the kingdom is the answer, even for the fowls of this earth. The kingdom is ultimately going to win. It's going to provide the landing spot for the flightiness of this world. You say, when? Well, read the previous parable. The seed does its thing. You don't get to tell it how fast. You don't even need to understand it. Jesus accomplishes what he sets out to accomplish. What's the kingdom of God like? It's like a mustard seed that grows into the biggest tree. Jesus grows into a tree that provides shade for all the fowls of the air. Tomorrow, we move on to verse 35 where the winds and the waves obey Jesus. This is something we're going to be able to connect back to Jonah, but it's also one of those stories that might take me a few days to work through because I love it. See you tomorrow. God bless.